0: 110 degrees. No food. A few drops of water if I'm lucky enough to find it. But it still feels good to be back home. If this even is home, I can't tell what's real anymore because of him. He's a shapeshifter with superhuman strength, he enslaves the dead. Uses them to create terror. He has the power to channel time, dimensions, even dreams. He was a scientist in a past life who crossed the threshold to a red world and came back changed. His sentinels, the brain-sucking spheres, have blocked every path I've had at finding my lost friend Mike. The bastards are toying with me. I know they're here now, somewhere clocking me. This tall man. He's taken everything from me. My job, my best friend Jody, and now his little brother Mike, who I swore to protect. They're gone. I'm alone. It's just me now. My name is Reggie.
1: Welcome to the channel, ladies and gentlemen, Coriander and Killian. We're here to talk about Phantasm Ravager, the fifth and the final Phantasm. So let's do this, man. We got here. We got here. Um, and, you know, it's 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 a little bittersweet uh, because it's been such an interesting franchise. And we've been fortunate enough to uh, talk about each movie in the franchise. So let's start off with a quick take. I want to start with you, Kill. Um first of all when you think of phantasm ravager a thought and also franchise wise what do you think uh well as the
2: franchise uh, first thing that comes to my mind is boy (laughs) (laughs) um but no um just essentially this this tale of these friends and their friendship and the torment that they've gone through for what seems like a lifetime Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. in this particular movie this movie is like reggie to the max it's like the reggie movie Mm -hmm. which i'm like all right i you know and and that's all i really need i don't i don't really need you know fake you know criminals that kidnap reggie throw him in the trunk and then maybe become his friend i don't need little kids that can shoot like like (laughs) the, the greatest marksman although that was really cool this movie was just really, just Reggie coming to terms with possibly the loss of both of his friends, right. and his journey.
1: So yeah, right, absolutely. How about you, Coriander?
3: Uh, you know, I've always loved Reggie. You know, he's like, he's what makes these movies. And to see, it's kind of sad. You know, it, it was, it was kind of a sad is and yeah
1: yeah i mean there's definitely a couple ways you could take it um but for us obviously in this world knowing that it was uh the last one um yeah there was that element of bittersweet to it uh let me just catch up to the chat here and then i'll, I'll give my quick take to sasha fred's in the chat saying exactly all right and neil's in the chat saying the final phantasm or is it Yeah, you know, that's true. I mean, with movies, you never do, you never can tell. Um, Slasher Fred, though, is saying the truth. Uh, There can only be one Angus Grim. Absolutely. Um, And and for me, I think this movie, I mean, it's well noted how they had trouble getting this movie made. And we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, They struggled with that for a few years. Uh, They finally got it made. Some things, you know, were going on in the background with, you know, money, getting the money for it. But all of that being said, you've got the full crew back together. They even brought Kathy Lester back, you know, they, you know, and and this is spoiler uh, filled, by the way. Um, And you got to just give them credit. We're talking over 40 years, guys. I mean, to have, you know, the, the main cast back together through all these movies, I just thought was admirable. And the movie really did maintain that spirit. Of the original with the whole idea of what's real, what's not, what's a dream, and what's not. So I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And the franchise, I think I said this last week with Phantasm 4 Oblivion. I think this franchise, these movies work better when they're watched together. In other words, if you only watch one out of the franchise, you don't get the full impact or the full picture. That's just my opinion because it really is one long story. And we saw that in this last uh entry um but anyways so let's get ready to get this thing going for you guys in the chat for you guys watching the replay we're gonna get finished getting set up sit back relax one more time for phantasm you know what time it is
0: there are some schools of thought that suggest the possibility that one could be in two places at once
1: An amazing story.
0: Epic, actually. I am always watching you. There are thousands of me. <laughs> Tens of thousands. I'm in dimensions you cannot possibly imagine. Hey. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Consider this home, no killing the vibe in the Nightwatch Zone. Xenomorphs hype when the lights come on. Hit like and subscribe and the show might blow, go viral. No COVID, it's a spiral emotions, hand on the Bible. Only go sign the dopest your vitals. Better tune in, yeah, you know it's vital. From Swartz and Negative, Kane Hodder, Corey G down to Harry Potter. Shit's Sigourney weaver of the Nightwatch Zone. Come with me to the Night Watch Zone.
1: Come on, man. You got to give it up to him, man. He had some presence, right? man. He he was oh, all yeah,
3: right, he, he was all right.
1: All right. Uh, let's also see who else we have in, in the chat real quick before we get going on this. Uh, <laughs> we have Patrick St. Jerry.
3: <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> look, looking forward to this. Uh, we got my man, Mac. Mac is back in the chat saying, I'm watching Halloween K- Kills here soon. All right, man. Nice. All right. We'll, we'll be talking about it tomorrow at 1 p.m eastern standard time and we're going to do our reviews so hopefully you'll be able to check it out kill let's start this thing off ravager the first time that you've seen it um what what do you think how, how did it start off for you what's going on I, you, you know it,
2: once again this one you know and, and you kind of said it a little earlier it, it really harkens back to the first movie mm-hmm. where they're throwing so much at you that it's really hard to know what's real and what's you know fantasy uh, but I liked it because, you know, you, you were following Reggie. And once again, this movie picks up right after the, the last movie. Reggie's mm-hmm. in the desert, you know, and he gives the play by play of what's happened so far, which I truly appreciate. Yes. I love it when movies do that, especially mm-hmm. movies that have a, a long kind of hiatus in between. But essentially, you know, and I feel it's sort of like Corey Andrew said, I feel bad for Reggie because once again he's he's kind of alone i mean he's you know he's he's in his ice cream uh cellar outfit and he's Mm -hmm. just you know it's it's like mad max he's roaming the wastelands the desert wastelands man Mm -hmm. and and it's just you know this poor guy has tried so hard to keep his word to protect michael and and and, mm-hmm. and, and, and do right by by floating orb jody and so forth and mm-hmm. to do right right by that badass car and all mm-hmm. that's yeah. taken away from him the car really made me cry at first like no
1: not the car yes. <laughs> right Right. absolutely all right how about you coriander or would you think of the beginning and you know like Hillian just mentioned he had his card taken from him he found the guy and he, he had that little yeah. moment where he got the gun out of the glove box after he uh, pulled the okie doke on him um, mm. and then we see the first switch between realities What what were you thinking about the movie at that point you
3: know at first i was kind of questioning it just because you know the camera work was different you know Mm -hmm. it was how they shot it was different so Mm -hmm. i kind of had to get used to that right once i did i mean yeah it it, this movie i mean it delivered so much like killian said you didn't know what was real what wasn't Mm -hmm. i mean it had some great action in it and the once you get into the tall man's world and well once Learn out in one dimension that he took over our world. Right. It's crazy and awesome.
0: But it is. Yeah, at
3: the beginning, it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it sounded, it started out just fine. And that scene, yeah, that goofball, it's like, I'm kind of glad. Well, it always sucks when a spear gets you, but this guy deserved it. He stole his car. Oh, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I was happy when that goon got it and right. Reggie got his car and, yeah. He was
1: good to go. Yeah, and, and of course, you know, he had that switch of scenes where all of a sudden he woke up and he was in a wheelchair. And you've yeah. got Mike, uh, you know, kind of carting him around saying that, you know, you have dementia and so forth. Now, at this point in the movie, and this is still within the first, um, I don't know, 15 minutes or so of the movie. I started thinking to myself, oh, my God, is all of this his hallucinations? you know and they really play with that uh quite a bit okay um so you had this world where he was basically still you know trying to find mike still hunting the tall man and then he also had this this world where he's basically at a nursing home and then it switches back and then he meets uh dawn on the road he's driving his cuda and you know he's doing reggie type shit (laughs) <laughs> he helps out he helps out dawn but i thought it was actually kind of cool because they played around with the usual uh you know way that he does things and she kind of rebuffed him but was cool you know um actually she came back downstairs after a little while which was like oh boy but we notice outside of her her house there he is uh, the icon himself angus scrim is a tall man and stuff is going to happen kill at this point and we're still kind of early in the movie what were you thinking Man, you know, well, for one, I was thinking, you know, classic
2: Reggie with the ladies, you know, try, trying his best, <laughs> you know, he, and, and Reg, Reggie has a good taste, I will say that, uh, but, you know, I loved how, you know, reggie kind of got to have a little lull. he got to have a a, a, a good nap but you know sleep in a, a actual bed right. and it was just peaceful but like you just said lurking right out the window you know just at a at arm's length away you know right. angus is just like looking like mm-hmm, yeah i got something
0: for you <laughs> right. and,
1: and it's like damn reggie just can't catch a break man <laughs> right 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 Coriander, we knew it was bad news when Angus was outside and you saw a couple of the spheres, the sentinels. Uh, And then, of course, uh, Reggie hears a noise upstairs. He wakes up and he hears a noise upstairs, you know, where Dawn went to sleep. And presumably there's trouble. Uh, Take me from there, what what you thought.
3: Well, that's funny that you're even asking me this part because I'm trying to remember what happened. And I oh well yeah he went
1: yeah he went upstairs because he had heard some it was like some noises or whatever and then he went upstairs and saw that one of the spheres that's right because he was singing that
3: song (laughs) that's
1: right Yep, he was singing the song he wrote to her which was that was sweet though and again reggie banister talented musician man he's talented musician but
3: but it figures because all these chicks that he's always with something always happens to him. <laughs> right. So right. that wasn't surprising. I guess that's right. why I kind of forgot because yeah, that, that yeah. always happens.
1: Well, and then he has the scene out in the barn with the uh, the farmhand Demeter, and that was kind of like yeah. one of those things like oh man, because you knew he was going to get killed. Um. Right. But but to me, what was really cool, and I'm sure you remember remember this part is when he all of a sudden he, he flips between realities again and then he finds himself in the mausoleum and it's like okay we're back into a familiar phantasm setting and who should he see in the mausoleum coriander but they brought back Kathy Lester from from the original. Now right. I mean seriously and, and that was just kind of a really surreal scene. Did you did you enjoy that scene? Because it was weird because he had the flashbacks you know to the first movie and what happened when she stabbed him what do you think about that
3: I thought this was like such a cool scene and I loved how she was floating and her Mm -hmm. toes were like scratching the whatever the marble oh
1: you remember that okay yeah Uh.
3: I mean this almost reminded me of the evil dead you know this is creepy shit yes and when he realized yeah and when he realized like who she was well obviously he knew who she was but when she stabbed him and he like jumped kind of whatever reacted to that that's when she did her freak yeah. out move again that yes And i thought that was so cool
1: yeah so no yeah. it was a cool scene what, what did you think of that scene kill because that was a pretty cool callback to have her back in the in the films yeah. yeah i mean like you know like you were saying earlier they they brought
2: the whole gang back literally yeah. And you know, and and for her to come out there with the whole floating towards him, with the sparks coming from her toes in the floor, yeah, that, was, that that's some nightmare fuel, you know. But Reggie, yeah. you know, he he's intrigued because she's beautiful, and he's just there like, oh, what is this,
0: you know? And right,
1: and yeah, but I I love that they got her back. That was really cool. Really, I cool. thought so too. I thought so too. And you know, what was the other weird part is again. You, you've seen him switch between realities quite a few times at this point um, and from my best guess and anyone watching in the chat or on replay let us know what you think in the comment section down below it's almost like he's there's three different realities there's the reality that we've been following him in where he's still on the hunt of the tall man, there's the reality where he's at the nursing home and then there's the reality of the the world taken up by how... the tourmane yeah, taken over by the tall man. So but anyways, in this mausoleum scene, he sees like this cave. It's a really cool effect that they did. One probably the one of the best effects they had in this movie, because admittedly, the special effects weren't weren't great. You know, they didn't have a lot of money, so let's just get that out of the way. But this particular effect I thought looked really, really cool. And then of course, who should he be talking to? Mr. Happy himself. <laughs> and and I thought it was cool. Um, first of all, Angus had some really uh, cool scenes um, and, you know, obviously he passed away uh, shortly after filming which was very sad, but he did have some really cool scenes and some cool uh, dialogue with uh, Reggie. Basically, he's telling him, I'll give you your family back. You can have your family and your old life back just stay out of my way and let my plan you know, complete itself and of course, you know that's pretty pretty tempting and but Reggie realizes that it's probably a trick and he says well i know they're going to be just re- reanimated monsters he says but i want Mike back and i want Jody back and it was kind of scary cuz Angus like yelled at him like why and and it was like whoa you know you don't usually see him you know, do that. And he just wanted to know, you know, why do you still have loyalty to these two other humans? And so forth and so forth. But he gives them some time to think. Corey, at that point, it, it, it flashes again and you see him on this gurney in this machine. Take me through this part and what you were thinking of the movie at this point.
3: I mean, a, a lot of crazy shit's going on because, like you say, you go from one reality to another. Mm -hmm. and yeah I mean that scene with the tall man yeah that was great because loyalty is a big thing Mm -hmm. in this movie and it's uh, it's just I thought it was uh, yeah it was great you know and yeah so anyway go ahead (laughs)
1: how about you kill what did you think of that scene when when he was in the in the machine and got freed and we then we met chunk and you know a couple other characters
2: man i you know i my my first viewing of it i was like what the hell is going on like you know like whoa what you know is he about to be aced out Mm. what reality what realm are we in right and you know who are these people in the mask and so forth and then when your girl, when she kind of appears, I was like, oh, wait a second. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were dead, but then I'm like, okay, this must be a different Earth, per se. Right. And uh, I, I, I liked it, but then, of course, when good old Mike comes in. I'm like, ooh, yeah. Right. And, it was, <laughs> and it was
1: cool, man, because they reunited. I mean, we've seen that a few times in this movie, but we, I mean, in this franchise, uh, but in this movie, we learn that that machine that or that contraption that Reggie was was on, that gurney, that table, whatever, it was basically keeping him there as a prisoner, ultimately to be killed. But he had been there for a decade, yeah. yeah. Mike said, Mike said, you have been on ice for a decade, and this is how the tall man uh, extracts information and memories and your soul and all this types of stuff and it was just weird weird shit but it was a cool reunion did you did you enjoy the reunion too coriander
3: oh definitely i mean you could see how happy reggie was when he realized that yeah you know and yeah and soon they're all reunited again mm-hmm. and i loved how jody wasn't a sphere in this one he was actually jody so right that was right
1: cool. that was good um but let's just let's just skip forward a little bit, because I, what I want to do, and we do have some fun facts, too, is kind of get to, I guess, the crux of this situation as far as what we think is going on in this movie, because, you know, he comes back at, out to his other reality again. He sees that giant sphere. And then, of course, as usual, you know, it's up to him, you know, at the dimensional fork kill at, at this point in the movie. And this is at least I'd say halfway through the movie maybe even a little bit more what are your thoughts on on the plot i mean do you, did you have because you've never seen it before did you have right. an idea or a theory that was going through your mind
2: no and, and and that's the one thing i will say about this franchise like it it, it is a horror franchise but there's so much science fiction mm-hmm. in this franchise as well that that you know i would definitely put it as you know a pretty pretty epic sci-fi franchise as well um and yeah like i had no idea what was going on you know i didn't know what the giant spears were you know i didn't know which realm or which version of earth was the real one and right you know hope i'm not getting ahead of myself i personally still don't really know (laughs) but i'm okay with that right I'm Right. i'm okay with that because like you said it's three different versions and kind of what your go with what your heart tells you is the is the right real one (laughs) well you you also
1: you also had that scene and i think it was right around this point where at at this point you were still thinking the possibility is reggie is at a nursing home and this is all in his head because mike had told him that he has dementia right? right but then you have that scene around this point in the movie where um mike tells him that there's this theory of parallel universes that sit on top of each other and there is a point where they all connect and basically bleed into each other and he tells reggie that he had the same dream that reggie had been telling him about so in other words it's almost like mike was being woken up you know Mm -hmm. at least that's how i was looking at it and you know, so then it keeps going on from there. But the bottom line is they have to team up. They have to go to uh, the tall man's world. And he basically tells Reggie, this is your last chance. You know, he says, after this, there will be no no coming back. And um, it, it, he said, you're not even real. You're just my bad dream. And I was like, holy crap. I mean, like, and, and the way Angus delivered that line was so cool. What, what did you think of that, Coriander?
3: yeah it was it was a real cool scene and angus he's just awesome and you don't know honestly what's i mean yeah once that scene right there when you can when they keep going back and you see the destruction of the the city and yeah it's it's crazy and it's it, it was good
1: How about you kill
2: yeah I, I i loved that scene with angus because you know literally it's him just saying hey look i've kind of tolerated you for all mm-hmm. of these years because i wanted mike and i had my own machinations and plans going on right but this is it like you know this, this is like you know batman telling the joker like hey look i'm gonna kill you one of these days and you're gonna kill me some somebody's gotta lose mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh yeah like you were saying like the way that angus delivered that line i i mm-hmm. felt it i was like "Ooh, he i think he means it this time man it's not gonna right. be any any oh i want him in one piece so i'll let you i'll let you go or you know i'm right. not gonna stick, stick my orbs on you or whatever mm-hmm he he meant it and yeah. the the scene, scenes of the i guess the hell world where mm-hmm. angus won yeah all that destruction of the city and just things mm-hmm. being ravaged you know right. uh you know it was it, it 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 made sense right you know because as you're watching all of these movies town after town after town become you know just just barren right you know and empty and just death is in like the tall man's wake so yeah after doing this for this many years i could see him winning especially when there's thousands tens of thousands of him i mean when he said that i was like damn yeah Yeah. when he said that and then they showed that kind of tracking shot of all of them like whoa that's i mean how you how, How do you, you can't win. That? How do you beat exactly. that?
1: But not but but not only that. Not only is it a numbers game, but he said there are tens of thousands of me in dimensions you can't even imagine. Like yeah. dimensions plural. It's like shit. Wow. Yep. That's some <laughs> badass shit. But the other thing too that I I wanted to mention was in that scene where he was talking to Reggie before this confrontation here, he said, he, he, he reminded him about the time that they first met back in 1978. Um, and he was talking about, this was the day that you attended a funeral at what he said at what you called Morningside. And he says, uh, you know, from this day forward, your life became a nightmare. And I was like, wow. Like, like he's just he's just dropping he's just dropping knowledge you know I mean seriously, but anyways, but when we get to the confrontation where they go to Hell World and it's basically uh, to try to save Jane instead of Dawn now it's Jane in this world, um, you know that was kind of a l- little bit of a cool scene too, and we didn't I didn't know what to expect to be quite honest with you because you you'd think that they would save her but spoilers they don't. And uh, Jane gets killed right there. What do you think of that, Coriander?
3: Again, you know the chicks. Besides Rocky, right? Was that her name? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, besides that chick, she's—they all get killed. So I really wasn't surprised when she got it.
1: Hmm. Okay. How, how about you, Kale?
2: Uh, actually, I was gonna say the same exact thing. Like Rocky is the only outlier uh that you know as as a you know hasn't died you know mm-hmm. <laughs> as a tag along as a as a helper a part of the team mm-hmm. and also she was smart enough to kind of not press her luck was like yeah i'm gonna I'm a hitchhike with someone else i'm 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 good i'm good right. Right, <laughs> so right. yeah women women in rocky's world do i mean um reggie's world don't don't last too long or they might right. last that movie but then the next movie they're going to be aced
1: out like right after the opening credits right right but then you after that after they 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 fail at that then all of a sudden he switches uh realities again and then you're thinking or at least i'm thinking wait a minute he he, is he really at the nursing home and then all of a sudden you have that weird weird scene where it's like a dimensional portal just kind of opened up in front of him, it fizzled open and you had Mike come through and basically give him the four barrel gun and this is Reggie, you know in his nursing home clothes and then all of a sudden, and they was, it was kind of interesting, I gotta admit, the way they were switching back and forth, and you had the doctor and the nurses coming at him and then when he looked at them, they looked like the goons from the hell world and so he shoots them, and I'm thinking did he just, you know, you just didn't know right? But right. Kind of like what, what uh, Coriander was alluding to, um, when they are basically doing their last fighting, all of a sudden, you know who shows up, and it's a big bro in the CUDA, and basically <laughs> picks him up. I guess what I'm saying is, when you get to this point of the reunion, the three of them, Coriander, what what were you thinking? Were you thinking that this was the reality? This hell world, uh, future world, or whatever?
3: you know this movie I don't know what to think you know (laughs) and I still like Killian said you still don't really know you know Mm -hmm. because when Reggie died it's like well is this his heaven with the three of them because all they've known is hunting the tall man you know is this what his afterlife is you know It, Mm -hmm. it was just yeah you didn't know so. Well, and
1: let me let me just because I want to because let's backtrack on that a little bit so we can get a little bit deeper into it. When he's in the car and he's sitting in the back seat and you can kind of see the sunlight coming through the window, and at that same scene, at that same moment, they show Reggie in the nursing home in a bed and he's got jody and mike on either side of him and he's he's passing away basically so at that moment it it did really feel like you know they're just showing this as um a way for him to see his life flash before him or maybe a a treasured memory before he dies or what have you that's one theory although that's not necessarily the theory i'm going with killed take me through what you were thinking in that moment because i gotta admit it was a beautifully shot moment because they kind of cut back and forth between one Reggie dying and the other Reggie at the happiest he could be for a long time because he was reunited with Mike and Jody. Yeah,
2: and 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 also with that the parallels of him being kind of in the center in the back, Jody and and Mike, you know, kind of in the front of the car and then him in the in the bed and Jody and Mike, you know, on, you know, on either side of him. Uh It it was beautiful imagery, and I agree with Coriander, the way it was shot, and the symmetry of it, you know, it it was very well done. Mm -hmm. I I truly feel that they don't want to definitively say, this is the real world, this is real. Mm -hmm. I think they truly want to keep the interpretation kind of loose, you know, kind of of fluid. And Mm -hmm. depending on how you look at it, and if you're a fan of these movies... And you've been on this journey like we've gone on this journey for the last, you know, five weeks. You don't want to you don't want to think the ending is Reggie dying on his deathbed, you know. So for me, my ending to this great franchise is him riding off in the sunset, Mad Max style with his best bros. They're going to go get some ice cream. They're going to play, have a jam (laughs) session and they're going to they're going to meet some new new hot blondes and live happily ever after that's my ending right. um but once again it's open to interpretation
1: it is man and
2: and but why and does like it I have said, to be
3: a blonde you know it Can be a brunette yes yes hey
2: yeah I, right. I, I apologize <laughs> yes
1: redhead too all right so look but here, here's my thing though when mike talked about the multiple dimensions and so forth the thing that really kept coming into my mind was and and like it said in the trailer and i think it yeah and mike had said it to reggie too um there's the thought that you can be in in multiple places at one time you know parallel universes basically and we saw a little bit of that in oblivion the last phantasm when mike was wounded and presumably dying and he could he could um he saw his 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 younger days or whatever and in that time period the young mike could hear the conversation with reggie and the older mike in other words you know he's in two different times or two different universes so to speak so to me you know the way i look at it is the reggie that we've been following is the one that went off into the sunset to to continue the fight because that was the idea at the end they were going to continue to fight head north try new tactics to fight the tall man but they also showed parallel universes, you know. I think, to me, that, that's what kind of comes to me for one of my, my biggest theories, I, I guess I would say. One of the theories I hold on to the most. Um, but it's all interesting, and like you said, they don't really definitively say one way or the other. Just like in the other movies, which I think, it's a hallmark of the franchise. And I think it's what makes the franchise so interesting that you can have these type of conversations, you know. But, there was a stinger. Mid credit stinger, and who should show up walking in the desert but Rocky herself?
3: <laughs> and
1: I was just like, Wow, that was so cool that they brought they brought Gloria back, uh, you know, just for this stinger. And I guess she's been part of the Freedom Fighters too. Chunk finds his way through one of the dimensional forks, he's badly injured, but he's still alive, and they have a little That's moment where they're talking. Too.
3: I mean, I figured that guy would have blown up with like how many uh,
1: right
2: grenades? <laughs>
3: grenades on, yeah, those like well, well, it was, five well, it was on. Funny.
1: Yeah, it was funny because he said something to the effect of um, "these these firecrackers or something," you know, they didn't yeah. do the whole job or something silly like that. I don't know. It was just a way for them to bring him back. But, anyways, what'd you guys think of the stinger? I mean, that, I think that was kind of a way to, I think it was a wink and a nod to bring Rocky back, also saying that you know the door was still cracked open kinda but you know i think i think we're pretty much done you know for the franchise at least this iteration what'd you guys think of the stinger
3: i liked it it. yeah yeah
1: i i I, I
2: enjoyed seeing rocky and i was like oh man look at you yeah like yeah and she and once again rocky was a badass and she She looks like she's just she's just
1: continuing
2: being a badass and doing what she gotta do
1: Yes absolutely and and she had a lot of personality you know even in even in the uh, uh, Phantasm 3 so it was cool it was cool seeing her man it really really was um, yeah. but anyways, that was the end of it. Um, they dedicated the movie to Angus and so forth and so forth. So let's get to a couple of fun facts real quick as we head on out uh, on this last entry in the phantasm franchise. Um, I'll start our first our first fun fact. Uh, farewell to an Icon.
3: The hospital bed scene alongside Reggie was the last scene Angus Grimm filmed as the character, the tall man.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, sad stuff, but, uh, you know, he, yeah. he definitely, he had a great career. And like I said, you don't usually see someone stay with a franchise for 40 years playing such yeah. an iconic role. So. I mean,
3: he was like 90. Yeah.
1: hmm Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our next fun fact Angus
3: Angus Grimm was shown Ravenger shortly before he died.
1: Nice. Yeah. That's very, very cool. Cause I I from what I understand him mean, he passed away
0: pretty much
1: right after they had filmed it and of course it took um, you know, a couple months for the, you know, finish up, you know, post production and stuff like that. But um that's cool that he got a chance to see it um our next one uh the white room debate
3: angus grim and reggie bannister got into a heated debate over their respective characters dialogue in the right in the white room sequence
1: wow <laughs> hey, that's cool though man it just shows that even even at that point because uh, he had passed away from uh prostate cancer but it just goes to show man right up to the end he was very committed to this character and to into his craft of acting and you know it just makes me appreciate him even more man Mm -hmm. all right our next fun fact the ice cream man
2: (laughs) (laughs)
3: reggie's occupation in the first film was an ice cream man and coincidentally a real ice cream truck would often drive by the set with its music playing forcing the production to stop and wait for it to pass (laughs)
1: that's funny i love that and i love that scene too man in 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 uh, part four when he he lifted reggie up and he just looked at him he's like ice cream man i was like wow (laughs) like he literally could have just killed him there uh our next uh fun fact uh the previous ideas for ravager
3: several ideas were recycled from a previous unproduced script for a fifth phantasm. And these include the tall men unleashing a disease on the population and the main characters traveling to the tall man's world.
0: All right.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, man, it, it, this was hell to get this thing together. And they spent a couple of years um, to do it. And, um, you know, I, I think to me, their hearts were in the right place. And even though, you know, the money wasn't a lot and the special effects weren't really good um but just seeing all those guys together and them trying and you know they were trying to do something a little bit different with this tale you know they were really honing in on this idea of um dementia and you know what could happen you know when you have that illness and also your last moments of life and stuff so it really makes you think a lot about that type of stuff and i think it was just it was a pretty good way for the franchise sad. to go yeah it was sad you i kind of
3: didn't but... like that
1: <laughs> well no i agree and it's kind of I...
3: crazy because if you think about it if they're trying to make it seem like this was all a dream or mm-hmm. it was it all in his head you would have thought mike would have got dementia and not reggie because at first all this shit was happening to mike right so yeah that's how i see it it should have been mike with dementia and not reggie
1: well, you know, and I think part of that was because Reggie had become the the main the, the main star of the franchise, and of course Reggie Bannister helping to produce, um, you know, the last couple of movies. So I think that's why you know he took center stage, um, but but it kind of also made sense the way the movies had been going, you know, for him to be the one. But it was sad. I totally agree. I um, yeah. But again, the other part of it was like like you were saying, "Kill riding off into the sunset." with your two buddies to just keep on doing what you, what you do. You know, I thought that was kind of cool. In the chat real quick to catch up these guys before we head on out. uh, Neil was saying, I've only seen ravager once. So I really need to see it again to have any idea what was really going on. (laughs) Yeah, man. And that's the thing. These movies really make you think they really do. Uh, Patrick saying great stream. Thanks so much, Patrick. We appreciate that. Um, And, and uh, Michael Baldwin had also said that this this entry this fifth film was like the thinking man's phantasm and it really had a lot of stuff going on it It really really did i I gotta admit it really did (laughs) but here's here's what i'm gonna put to you guys as we head on out the question is great franchise or not what do you guys think as far as recommending it to people
3: yeah for me yeah i love this franchise and I mean, like I said, it it really bummed me out when you know with this movie, but I it was almost like a, a good ending, you know, mm-hmm. so a farewell ending, and mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I would definitely recommend this too.
1: How about you, Kill?
2: Yeah, you know, I, I I'm not gonna say the franchise is perfect because you know some of the reviews we've done i've said you know things like oh we're on the road again Mm -hmm. but i will say this if you look at it and i'm not sure if they planned it that way for it to be like one continuous story arc but if you watch it and you you kind of watch them in succession you kind of see where the story's going Mm -hmm. i did end up appreciating oh man it's gonna i know it's gonna pick up right where this left off and it's Mm -hmm. kind of like sometimes they ended in cliffhangers yeah and so so i really enjoyed that and and once again like i said a little earlier this is a great horror franchise but i i I, especially with the latter movies that science fiction angle Mm -hmm. almost outweighs the horror yeah and and not just half-assed science fiction good like variant like good alternate realities alternate worlds you know kind of Mm -hmm. sci-fi and yeah I I would highly recommend this franchise you know because I I think uh, you'll be surprised with the places this franchise goes because I know I was because you know I had one kind of kind of like just kind of outlook on it and then watching all the other movies it really kind of twists that and kind of you know, still kind of
1: has you on your toes wondering what the hell is going on, but in a good way. So. Right, right. Y- you know, and and also just, the, and Patrick was also saying, yes, uh, it's a great uh, franchise. Y- y- you remember, I don't know if you remember this, but it was a while back when I said I went through the whole Phantasm franchise and I hadn't done that before. I had only seen, uh, I think I only saw the first three, um, but I was telling Kill about it and he was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll get around to that at some point and this and that i mean i'm just glad that you enjoyed it you know now that we we've had a chance to you know watch them and also talking about them, i'm really glad you enjoyed it because and this is a you know i've done it a couple times now but watching the whole franchise i just enjoy it man it's a good ride it's it's cool characters it's a it's a really interesting premise and um yeah i mean the tall man is iconic he's a really great horror villain and angus you know had this elegance about him with this character it was really really cool you know um in the chat too uh patrick was saying i recommend phantasm it's a rare film that can spook me and i got spooked by the tall man absolutely i i totally agree i totally agree and he's saying what's happening on the 31st Halloween man and and we'll be talking about <laughs> the wind on Halloween don't worry Patrick I got I got you covered I got you covered um, we've got the community tab now so that's really really cool so for you guys watching definitely uh, keep track of the community tab we'll be able to communicate with you guys um, you know much much closer uh, than ever before and letting you guys know on things that we're doing or any schedule changes but tomorrow um, at 1 p.m we'll be talking about halloween kills our full spoiler review we did a live reaction non-spoiler review today check that out to get a little taste but tomorrow it's on it's on. Um, also, just to say for you guys in the chat or watching the replay, please give the video a like. that helps support us. We'd really appreciate it. And also in the comment section down below, let us know what you think about Phantasm Ravager. Did you enjoy it? What do you think of the franchise? What are your favorite moments? Uh, what are your thoughts on the tall man and so forth? Um, that would really help us out to start a discussion. Next week on Friday, for Monster Fridays, we will be ranking the phantasm franchise and just to wrap up and um i talked about having it for tonight but i thought next week would be more fitting but i do have an interview um that i'll be sharing with you guys uh, from angus Grim himself which i thought was really really cool so um and we'll do a little tribute like we usually do at the end of our franchise series so that'll be fun too so anyways guys we will catch you guys later thanks for hanging out with us if you're watching this if you're listening to this you are the night watch peace out and boy peace peace,
3: peace.